Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Joined on the KRMG Morning News by Oklahoma 1st District Congressman Kevin Hearn. Good morning, Congressman. Happy New Year. Good morning, Dan, and Happy New Year to you as well. Let's start with something really easy. What's your legislative priority in 2022? Well, uh, I think it's one that we ought to be working in, whether you're Republican or Democrat, it's how we get our fiscal house in order. It's uh, the spending that we needed to do in a bipartisan way. We did in 2020, uh, some $5 trillion. And this year, uh, you know, almost a year now, uh, what we've been doing is spending money, putting money out into uh, the economy that didn't need to be there. And that's why we're seeing inflation where it's at. And that's why, you know, I voted against the debt ceiling uh, limit because we had a limit uh, that was set in place right then. It would have paid for everything that we needed to do. And, you know, President Biden, from the first time in office, uh, pushed out a $1.9 trillion bill that the Democrats uh, uh, signed on to, voted for, passed. And now we're, you know, sitting here and we've seen this, you know, 1.75, 2.25. The reality is, is everybody that scored it, both Democrat, Republican, and nonpartisan, it said it's almost $5 trillion. And while I know Joe Manchin has, you know, uh, voted against it so far, we need to keep pushing on. This is something that Nancy Pelosi said she will continue to work on until she gets it passed. So this is all going to add to our debt, and this affects our kids and grandkids and you know, in a way that uh, we may not be able to recover from. Yeah, okay. Let's talk a little bit more about that. What is the worst-case scenario here? Yes, inflation is, is awful, uh, but if we keep spending like this, what will our kids and grandkids be faced with? Well, let's talk about just the interest rates. You're getting ready to see the Federal Reserve uh, raise the rates um, because we have to slow down this, you know, this crazy inflation we have. And that's what you're starting to see right now, uh, both monetary policy, which is controlled by the feds, and then fiscal policy, which is done through legislative action. We have both of these going on at the same time. That's why we've seen this incredible inflationary situation last year that hurts all Americans. And it really hurts people in the lower ends of the income scale more when you see a 7% increase in prices in such a short period of time. And so what's going to happen is, is these rates increase. Our our debt is $30 trillion right now. So for every 1% you raise the interest rate, that's $300 billion in additional deficit, meaning money we have to borrow. Now, you just think about that for a second, Dan. Think about the average person that's listening right now, if your interest on your loan that you have on your house, you couldn't pay it, you go find another bank to loan you the money to pay the interest on your on your home loan. And that's what's going on right now on a huge scale. We're, we're actually borrowing money through printing money uh, to pay our own interest. Uh, it, it's, it's really insane. It's the biggest Ponzi scheme that's, that's ever been invented. And uh, the American people, it's, the numbers are so big that people are, have gotten glossy, you know, are glassy-eyed over this. But it's something the late Senator Tom Coburn spoken about, uh, Senator James Lankford's talked about, and is talking about, and it's something that I've been talking about when I was running for office in 2017. And since ever since I've been there, uh, we don't do budgets anymore. Uh, it, it's the worst it's probably ever been. I mean, we, we talk about it sometimes, I think, in, in terms that a lot of people find abstract. 
but I mean, this is this is the existence of our democracy we're talking about. If we keep spending, eventually we're going to spend ourselves out of existence. Well, what happens, Dan, it's no different than personal. I mean, if you take off, you know, nine zeros, it's really the average person's, I mean, it's $30,000 or you know, $300,000 in, uh, in debt. And, and, you know, you have interest on that debt. So that's how people, you know, we've seen these little memes and things go around. But that's truly what it is. The principles of economics don't change. The only thing that changes right now is that we're the safest country in the world for people to buy our debt or, or to loan us money, if you will. That's what a bank does. The bank buys your debt, and they loan that money to you at an interest rate. So this this is a common theme, whether it's the federal government, the state, you know, or not state government, but a federal government or, or person. And so what's going on right now is right now we're borrowing a lot of our money. The people are buying a lot of our money, our own people, and that's that's a whole convoluted way to do that. But another big group of this is China. So if you think about this, we're borrowing money from China to build our military to protect us from China. It's really pretty insane. In the meantime, they own us. Our top story this morning is the local surge in COVID cases caused primarily by the Omicron variant. Uh, St. Francis Hospital telling us they've gone back to having to treat some patients in the hallway because there aren't rooms available. What are you hearing from local health officials and hospital officials about this surge? Well, I think the same thing everybody else is. It's very contagious. We've seen over 400,000, you know, contractions in a day. It's just it's crazy. The, the, uh, what we're seeing as far as infection rates, what we are hearing also, though, is that uh, the death rates are not anywhere close to what Delta was or you know, the, the, the original COVID-19. But people are getting sick and obviously fear because now everybody in America knows someone or many people that has died from COVID-19 close friends, people you thought were healthy, so you don't want to take that chance. And many, as we are hearing and know just through press releases, many of the people that are getting sick with AMI uh, uh, are vaccinated people, fully vaccinated, uh, boosters, some with two booster shots. I mean, I've heard of people here in Tulsa that have had two booster shots uh, early on and, and then again just over Christmas that have got Omicron. So, I mean, it, it's it's something that's a variant. And even Dr. Fauci said, you know, we probably shouldn't be talking about the infection rates. We should be talking about what you're just alluding to. Our ICU is getting full. Yeah. And so a lot of people are going in real quickly to the emergency room because they're scared and they should be. And they're getting, you know, looked at and said, okay, you're going to feel bad for two or three days and you should go home. But we're not hearing anything about a lot of deaths from this, which is, I think that's positive in all this. You're just going to feel bad. And then we're also hearing, we, we saw the, the flu deaths reoccur. We didn't hear about this in, in 2020, early 21, but now we heard that I think there's six deaths in the state from flu. So that's uh, recurring. And then there's a stomach bug going around. So we've got a lot of things happening right now. now. President Biden recently had this to say about the solution to the pandemic. Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. How'd that strike you? Well, I, I actually, I was pretty excited hearing you say that because I've said that about a lot of things. There, there are federal solution is not the solution for most things in America. Uh, the federal government was never set up to you know, mandate vaccines in a school or people wear masks in a school or in a business or, uh, you know, we're, we're set up to, to deal with our military, protect us from bad actors around the world and you know, protect the sovereignty like at our southern border. And that's what we should be focused on. So I really appreciate him actually saying that. Unfortunately, that's not what his actions are. So as the old saying goes, his video is not matching his audio. His audio says that, you know, we shouldn't be looking for a federal solution. 
And the reason he's saying that is because, quite honestly, everything he promised on his campaign trail, he is spelling to do. And what he said he could do better than President Trump, you know, he said he would end COVID. And there have been equally amount, if not more, COVID deaths under his watch than there was President Trump's. Uh, you know, it was uh, so you see this and then you go out and see what he's doing from his video, his actions. He's you know, putting vaccination mandates on private business. He's forcing, you know, wanting to force uh, mass mandates. What he's doing as far as penalizing people who are job creators across America uh, is contradictory to what he just said. And a couple more minutes with Oklahoma First District Congressman Kevin Hearn. A congressman, tomorrow is the anniversary of the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. What are your thoughts about the events of that day now that uh, a year has passed? Well, clearly, we have uh, condemned that every single day. You know, it was a a tragedy what went on. Um, There's been multiple investigations. Uh, You know, there's no indication that at this point in time that we've seen anything from the Senate investigations, two of those outside investigations, all the news that's been put forth out there. The one thing I know about uh, Washington, D.C. is there are no secrets. Uh, and so if anything was done that was malicious within the administration, it would certainly have been called out by now. Uh, the January 6th commission that's out there has you know, certainly been partisan from day one. Uh, and just to give you an example of that, uh, Speaker Pelosi put this together. wouldn't allow the people, unprecedented, by the way, wouldn't let uh, Leader McCarthy selections be put on the, on the committee. And then on top of that, said anything was on the table except her office. So no, but nothing can be subpoenaed from her office, can be requested from her office. How, how is that even a fair look into one last look at the January 6th uh, issue, the, 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 you know, the charge on the Capitol? I, I just don't understand, you know, if she really cared and, and thought that she was going to find something, wouldn't she let the American people look at what went on in her office as well? Well, we do know, and I've been in some many meetings early on, uh, in a, in a setting that was considered classified. But I will tell you this, um, there was never any indication from early on, I'm talking about within a week of this a year ago, from any uh, sergeant arms, from the head of the, uh, the local police, whether it be the Capitol Police and from the National Guard, not one time when they had every opportunity, Democrats, Republicans in this conference, did they ever say that anybody in the administration did anything wrong? And so here we are a year later, uh, the Democrats can continue to want to talk about what happened a year ago when there have been multiple investigations. And what the American people are caring about right now, every poll is saying this, regardless of party, these are Gallup polls, these are not partisan polls. It's saying we care about what's happening with immigration, we care about what's happening with inflation, and we care about what's going on with the crime in America, including here in our own city. And, and so pe- people have too much time on their hand, Dan. They, they have to go back to work, and, and administration has to stop incentivizing people not to work. That would have been a great lead into my next line of questioning, which was about the 2022 midterms. But I'm afraid we're going to have to put that one on the shelf and pull it back down when we visit again next time. Uh, Congressman, thanks for your time with us this morning. And again, Happy New Year. Dan, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oklahoma Congressman Kevin Hearn. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.